welcome everyone to an online friend simulator because everyone can use a friend, even online. I am Francis, aka the other guy, and this is the show where we help people feel a little more connected, help people feel a little less alone, like myself. You know, this is a place where. Yes, maybe we have friends, maybe we have family, but sometimes we just don't feel comfortable sharing whatever's on our mind with them. You know, we don't want to necessarily burden them, which, friendly reminder, we're not really burdening them. You know, they they are our friends and family for a reason, so we shouldn't feel like we are burdening them. But, you know, sometimes we just can't help that feeling, and this is the place for people to gather, for people to connect, for people to feel comfortable in their own skin and hopefully uh, share their stories with myself and others and just be able to get it out there because sometimes you just need to get it out there. But this is primarily just a place for everyone out there who just needs someone to talk to or someone to listen to or hear or whatever in a way that they can relate to. Hopefully this is the place for you because I know this is the place for me. Um, that's why I do the show. <laughs> Happy holidays, everyone. Those uh, sleigh bells, as you heard at the intro, Though I couldn't quite sync it up with the theme song for some weird reason, because I'm very bad at it, but it's fine. It's fine. It's the holidays. It's a time for giving. It's a special time of year. At least it's touted as such. But it is. It, 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 you look. Some people may call me a cynic. Some people may look at me and think, man, this guy is super... He's really a bummer sometimes, man. Like, this guy needs more positivity in his life, and you know, I, I, I get it. <laughs> I, I get it. But there's one place, despite it being sold that way, despite it being designed that way, the holidays are definitely the place where there is a unique feeling. Like right after Thanksgiving, right when it hits December, when half the world has already had their lights and decorations up since the beginning of November. But you know what? I tried to ignore that. And half of the world has been playing Christmas music, you know, before that. Sure. But on December 1st is when I personally allow myself to get into the holiday spirit by listening to the holiday music. And I keep saying holiday, not, not because I'm opposed to saying Christmas, but you know, it's because I, I think the holidays are more than just Christmas Day. You know what I mean? Like it's everything else. You know, people celebrated Hanukkah. For those who uh, like the behind the scenes stuff, this is my sixth recording. I did my first three or four on the last day of Hanukkah. And because everyone celebrates something different, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. I think it's great to say Merry Christmas. I'm going to say Merry Christmas to people. But, you know, that's a whole other point. It's not even relevant to any of the stuff that I'm talking about. It's Christmas time. It's the holiday season. People feel different. It's nostalgic. And that's why I think it's special. I think that's why there's this special feeling during this time, because it reminds us of when we were children. It reminds us of when we gathered around a fire, you know, or a Christmas tree and just, you know, listened to Christmas music and Looked at all the gifts or all the decorations strewn about the house. Maybe you were a family that drove around to the neighborhoods that had the big competitions of inflatables and lights and just all sorts of menagerie of just holiday decorations. Maybe you're one of those people. Maybe you couldn't help but 
go through the malls of America <laughs> and around the world and see all of the decorations and see all of the big, you know, ornaments hanging from the ceiling and the tinsel everywhere and the, the smell of whatever the tree is that the Christmas tree is supposed to be from. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> and, uh, and, and hearing every department store playing. You know, all I want for Christmas is you by Mariah Carey, which, man, you know, if you want to feel old, that song is like 20 something years old, apparently 94, I want to say. Uh, I'm going to look this up real quick while we're, we're talking. But um, it's an old I, I didn't realize how old of a song it was, you know, 94. Yeah. So it's been 24 years and probably the most popular uh most popular non-standard Christmas song out there. I guess it's a standard now because it's been around for so long. But it's a phenomenon. And yeah, there's other more modern day Christmas songs, but that one seems to endure the most. But it's all that stuff, right? It's all that anticipation. The uh, idea that uh, you were going to be a family uh, for a day. Uh, when you were at school, you had a couple of weeks off where you didn't have to go to class. You know, it was a two-week vacation. And you got to do nothing. You got to do just, you could just sleep all day because nobody cared. Parents still had to work, right? While you were a kid, you still, even though you didn't have to go to school, parents still had to work. So you were at home waiting for them to come back. Fending for yourself or maybe, you know, being babysat by somebody or another. Who knows? Whatever. However your arrangement was, you had free time. You were free for two weeks. It was an amazing thing. I know by the time this goes out, you know, we'll have um, nine days uh, till Christmas. So just uh, if you can, because I'll be doing this podcast next year, obviously. But this is the last one for the year, just just as a thing. I know I'm a little scatterbrained right now. I apologize. But this was the last one of the year. But I just want to say, if anyone has any holiday memories uh, of their – especially of their two weeks off maybe during high school and college – what their their most memorable or favorite memories from that time were. Uh, I'd love to hear it and talk about it in the new year uh, when I uh, do another episode. Because it's, uh, I think it's 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 what it's what builds that holiday spirit. It's what builds that 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 feeling, despite all the commercials and despite all the music and despite all the parades and whatnot and the football and whatever it is that makes Christmas Christmas for you or, or the holidays the holidays for you. I want to know what it is. Because I think it's important that we hold on to that stuff, you know? When I ha I mean, having not felt it for so long, I feel like this is be this being my first year of kind of accepting it and embracing it and feeling it again is important. Because it brings value to your time. It brings value to this time of year. And quite often, you know, we live our day-to-day, -day, especially if you're an adult. We live our day-to-day. -day. Even as a kid, when we're going to school, we kind of just live it as it is. Like, it's there. And we don't and we don't treasure it as much. We don't look at it and admire it as much. We just, it's there. It's like, an, it's like a throwaway object our day sometimes. Because we're so wrapped up in the day-to-day. -day. And I know this for a fact, because I remember just yesterday being New Year, you know, and now New Year's around the corner. Like, it blows my mind because when you work and you're too tired to do anything after work and you're just kind of like sitting there and 
you don't do too much during the year. Like I didn't do anything really during this year that was big and impactful. I didn't do that much. I didn't do any international traveling like I did last year and the year before that. You know, I didn't do anything spectacular. I went to three conventions, you know. So my year is kind of has been kind of flat in terms of events and things that have happened. I mean, I'm luckily I've befriended and met a few people along the way that that I've gotten closer to, which is awesome. But that's it. And that's a good thing. I shouldn't say that's it. It's awesome. That's that's fantastic. And I treasure those things. But in the grand scheme of things, though, as the year passed, a lot of it went by really quickly. So please share those memories. For me, I'm going to share one with you real quick of my most memorable two-week winter break from school. It is the Friday before the big two-week break, you know. I'm at my elementary school. I'm 12 years old, maybe 11. No, 12. I was 12 years old. And one of the games we would play is kickball. Yeah, we would play kickball. We would just, it's like, uh, for those who don't know what kickball is, it's like baseball, but instead of hitting it with a bat, you kick it with, you kick it. Like you're playing soccer, you just kick the ball as far as you can and stuff like that. Anyway, I was an outfielder. I was supposed to catch a ball. And we did it. Uh, my school was an old, was a uh, private Christian school, so it wasn't like it had the best of facilities. And we played in their parking lot. Now their parking lot has a lot of, um, you know, the stoppers for the for the parking. No, not really. I guess not. Uh, they 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 didn't actually have those. I take that back. It was, but what I do know they had was, was they had uh, raised cement um, slabs for the lunch tables. So it's a, a black top for most of the of the of the parking lot, and then there's this raised kind of cement area where we had our our um, our lunch tables where we would have lunch and you know all that good stuff. Anyway, so we're playing kickball. I'm in the I'm in the outfield, and ball just came comes right towards me. I'm like, yes, I got this. You know, I got this. I'm excited. You know. I'm not very sporty, so like being able to like get an out for my team was was important. So I'm I'm running backwards, which is not a good thing to do uh, on uneven ground on a uh, on a school parking lot. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> look where you're going if you're gonna. If if anything, look around first before you make the run. I didn't do that. I just started running backwards, thinking I got this ball, and I trip. I trip over a, a rise in the cement, and I spin. Like 360 ballet style until my arm flailing out to try to catch myself slams onto the steel bar of one of the benches. Now, these benches are all one piece. It's a bench. It's a table. It's all it's it's that bar that holds the, the table and the chairs together. Right. And I spun so hard. I hit it. Just hit it like that. There you go. In case you couldn't hear it the first time. And I end up lying on top of my arm. I had, I didn't think anything was wrong. Everyone starts running around me, teachers and students all running around me, gathering around me, like, what happened? Is everything okay? Like, everyone wanted to make sure that I was fine. And they come up to me and they look and I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. And I somehow, somehow am laying, the way I'm laying on it is my arm is behind, around my back and I'm laying on top of it and I'm looking up at everybody. 
I don't know if I don't know if that's where I I don't know if I ended up that way or if that's how I fell, but that's how I ended up thinking everyone was like looking at me like everything I was seeing if I was fine. I'm like, yeah, I, I think so. And when I pull my arm out, because there was a reveal, and the reason why I know there was a reveal because everyone seemed to look at me fine, and then when I pull my arm out, <gasps> gasps everywhere. I had broken my arm, clean sort of, uh, a clean break. Uh, ish on the on the arm and the bones never poked out of my skin thank god they were just like uh, threatening to poke out of my skin and people are freaking out my sister who was there was crying her eyes out my uh i was i was i didn't feel anything i was in shock i was like what what, what? you know i was i was in shock that my arm was it was all bent out of shape. And so I was rushed to the principal's office and, I, you know, they're calling my folks who are work far away from where I went to school. And, and they're like, can you come here to the school? Your kidneys go to the hospital. And they're like, we can't. We're in the middle of a thing. We can't. It's going to take us at least a couple hours. And I'm like, you don't have a couple hours. Little did they know that, my, that the staff know they were kind of bad mouthing my folks at the time. Like a couple hours. Who did they think they are? I was like, well, they're far. <laughs> like that's physical time. Like there's traffic and stuff they had to get through we live in los angeles people like what do you expect so a teacher and an assistant uh, um, uh, school staff uh, took me to the hospital to to, to, be to the emergency room where i still didn't feel any pain i still didn't feel anything the the teacher my teacher and the assistant were were, were Trying to, you know, kind of keep me distracted, keep me occupied, playing with the little instruments in the, in the uh, waiting, or in the, the, it's not a waiting room, it's one of the actual, like, the, the doctor's offices, or the one of the regular rooms, the, the hospital rooms. And they did their best to keep me distracted and preoccupied, and I was too busy just staring at my arm, like, what's going to happen? I can't move my fingers, brah. But I wasn't freaking out, weirdly enough. I was just like, like, mesmerized by the whole deal like i can't this is weird i've never experienced this before in all 12 years of my life this is new finally i get to see the doctor and and the uh, there was a staff of like six doctors not but was, i'm assuming it was like one doctor and like five other nurses but i don't know why well i guess i do know why because i think a couple of them held me down while they reset my arm right they reset my arm and put it in a cast like, that was the goal. Like, hey, let's go ahead and set his arm, put it in a cast, and we'll give this kid some Valium to, to make sure he doesn't feel the pain. Was it Valium? I think it's Valium. I don't remember what the pain medicine. Vicodin? Vicodin. Not Valium. Vicodin. <laughs> I'm glad they didn't give me Valium. That wouldn't have worked. Vicodin. Yeah. They gave me Vicodin uh, to, to take care of the pain. Because um, I believe that's what it was for. Oh, please. I'm so... Not, I believe it's for pain relief. <laughs> I believe it is Viking. Anyway, so they they said it. I didn't feel much pain. They sprayed my arm down and everything for the pain. I'm like, yeah, this is uncomfortable, but doesn't hurt. You know, the doctor's like, oh, that's impressive. You normally kids are crying by now, but you were you're you're a trooper. Blah blah blah. I'm like, no, I'm not a trooper. I just don't feel anything. <laughs> Finally, I'm on a cast. It's night, right? I this happened at like. 10 a.m. It's it's late at night. I don't know what time it was. 10 a.m. I only said that because, you know, it was in the middle of school, right? So it's nighttime. I'm coming home with my new cast. And the pain finally starts settling in. I'm starting to feel the pain. 
And every time I moved my arm, like I felt it. That's when I found out, oh, wait a minute. One of the bones didn't set properly. Like it didn't reset. Like they kept moving around in my arm. <laughs> the cast. Uh, so for one full night, I was in just complete and utter agony, crying my eyes out. My family crying their eyes out. I was in, in utter pain. And they, they called the doctor and like, we need to get this taken care of. And so the next day, the next day, they finally bring me in. Finally, I say finally as if it was a month. within. No, it was just a day. And I was a kid, so I'm guessing that's why they, they fast forwarded. It was a day and they put pins in my arm to keep the bone from moving. And I was fine after that. And for, I want to say six months? I was in a cast, couldn't move my arm, it was, it was stuck at a right angle, couldn't do anything. I, but I, but the thing was, I spent my whole holidays in on pain, like my whole Christmas two-week vacation on pain meds and a cast. And funny enough, there's a picture of me somewhere that my mom took of me and my cast just sitting there. <laughs> Looking like a dope in a cast and in pain. But I'll always remember it because it, it, my whole two weeks of freedom went away in a, in a flash because I was drugged up and I was delirious. But I'll always remember that holiday season. I always remember those that Christmas because of what I don't remember. <laughs> All I remember was the pain, the cast, and having to live with only a functioning left hand for like i said about six months or so but but it was again like hey look it left a cool scar on my arm and it's my favorite uh story to make up for people who ask like where'd you get those scars from well i'm glad you asked you know it was the uh, it was it's you know well, i know i make up something like i'll make up some story about either some sport that i've never played before or some fight i've never been in and it's usually taken with sincerity because they think I'm being serious for the most part. Sometimes I make it ridiculous enough to where it's not, you can't take it seriously, but it's fun. Anyway, so that's what the holidays mean to me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know what the holidays do uh, and, and Christmas and all that stuff, it does come with a lot of traditions. And up until this last few years, tradition stated like, I don't say last year, unless it's been over a decade since my grandmother died and my and I think like 13 years since my grandfather died so the my paternal grandparents died and we used to celebrate the holidays there we would celebrate Christmas there all of the relatives would get together it would be a big party in this tiny house there'd be about 50 of us crammed into this one story two bedroom house uh, that would spill into the backyard and just people just chattering, the kids running around playing, opening gifts. Um, some parents sing carols, uh, while another played the piano because everyone in my family knew how to play the piano. And that was a tradition for years. I mean, I remember years upon years of that happening. And then they, you know, they passed and the tradition went away. So you build new traditions. And I had mentioned in a previous show that I had uh, an ex with whom I developed a whole bunch of new traditions. And then things don't work out. And then you have to build 
again, new traditions. And I think traditions are kind of important. It keeps us grounded to who we are and reminds us of what we were and how we've grown. And, and it keeps tie, it keeps us tied into good memories and good times because I mean, there's no, there's no way around it. The holidays are so either amazing or really bad. You know, for, there's no in between for some people. Like for some people, it's either the most amazing time of the year or it's just the depression hits hard. And I think it, it has a lot to do with coupling and families and friends. And, you know, this is again the first year where I won't be celebrating with my friends. Uh, so that's tough, but it'll also be the first year where I will be in a long time, at least where I'll be celebrating with the, my, my immediate family and a place where we'll all be together and it won't just be a thing, just a brief thing. Like it's, it's an all day thing. Like it's, you know, and it's going to be celebrated, I think properly, which is nice. Not again, not something that we normally uh, get to do on the, on a regular basis. You know, I won't be alone this Christmas. I won't, I'll be alone this New Year's, but that's not new. <laughs> new Year's is the much less important holiday, but, uh, being alone on New Year's, uh, I'll get to that later in a minute here. But so I can, I definitely get why, 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 what's tough about it. And that's why I think the tradition is important because the, the traditions give us something. Um, a tradition is a warm is, is a warm hug from a friend. Sometimes, a tradition is a a hot cup of coffee or a movie that you'll watch every year. Or for myself, and I broke tradition a few years ago, and I really want to bring it back. Is I used to listen to the entirety of the original broadcast um, of the original Broadway cast singing the uh, entirety of Rent, because Rent is this kind of a Christmas. Musical, sort of. A lot of it happens during Christmas time. As a matter of fact, it intros with December twenty fourth, nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You know that's the that's how it starts. Uh, so there is an emphasis on the holidays with that one. So it used to be my tradition. Every year I would listen to it once at least in its entirety, with no distractions and just listen to it and, and get myself wrapped up in that whole thing again. Cause it's, you know, it's a great, it's a great musical. Got me introduced to, I shouldn't say that. Cause I think beauty and the beast got me introduced to musicals. Maybe, maybe I watched it afterward. I don't remember. It's been a while, but uh, yeah, it was the first, yeah, it was the first one I actually truly enjoyed and like, wow, this is great. So this is what you can do with the power of music. So that was a tradition. Um, I want to start like a movie tradition for myself that I can hopefully pass on to other friends and, and significant others someday. And I don't know what movie to do it with. Cause everyone either does it like with hot die hard or Christmas vacation, but I'd like to start a tra tradition with a movie that is very much Christmas. Some people, some people use it love actually. I'm down with that. I saw that just recently for the first time, I think in the last five years. And I thought it was great. So I get it. I mean, what, what, how many Christmas movies have like nudity in it, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah. So I, 
I would hope that people out there who are listening right now who may be struggling during this time, I hope you find a tradition. Maybe it's to play a game, read a book, uh, anything. I've covered quite a big gamut, really, with the music, the musicals and like maybe well, that's it, really. <laughs> but. Hopefully you find other, you know, like like myself, hopefully you'll, you'll find new traditions to make a part of your world. There, watch The Little Mermaid. Can't speak English. Uh, yeah, so it's hopefully going well for some people. Like for me, the holidays, yeah, is very much a reflection, weirdly enough, on well, you should, nobody should be surprised how often I talk about this on the show. I really shouldn't because who cares? People are very happy being single. I am not. I'm weirdly uncomfortable being single, even though I've been single most of my life. There have been bouts in my in my in my world where I have had somebody in it, but those have been undoubtedly, undoubtedly the best years that I've had that that I remember. Like I've enjoyed myself the most during that time. I've been the happiest during those times when I've had someone to share stuff with. And so the holidays being alone for the holidays can be a little tough. And look, I get that there's more to life than that stuff. Don't get me wrong. I think I'm also overcompensating for the fact that I will not be with my friends this year. Like I have been in years past. So like it's for me, I'm kind of overcompensating for that, that loss and I'm not used to it. I'm just not used to it because even though we never talked, or not actually they never talked, even though we talked very little, we always came back together during this time of the year. But now maybe look, maybe there's a podcast. Look, there's plenty of podcasts that are that to me are tradition for me to listen to during the holidays because they put out amazing holiday episodes. This isn't one of them, mind you. This one is probably <laughs> This would never make any uh, – this, this would be the Razzie of, of podcasts when it comes to, <laughs> to anything. But there's a there's so many highly produced, well-done podcasts talking about their own holidays and stuff like that. Like I, that exists at least. So, you know, maybe that could be something for you as well. Since you're listening to this, you must like, you know, other podcasts, right? I hope. So that hopefully will compensate for any type of. Okay, I, I was going to say hopefully it compensates for any type of loss or any, or any type of emptiness you may be feeling, but it never does really, right? The, the, nothing ever truly fills up that spot unless it's the thing that you're looking for, right? We're all looking for something. So I'm really wishing you all that you find, hoping that you all find exactly what you're looking for this holiday season, because I think it's possible, you know. People find it silly. Look, I, I do, uh, even I feel, find it silly. Like um, astrology and um, you know, uh, wishing on a wishing well or a, a wishing star or stuff like that. But I do. But at the same time, I also believe that amazing stuff happens randomly. And who's to say that won't happen to people out there like yourself? There was a coworker of mine 
who believed in something very reminiscent to the secret. And for those of you who don't know what the secret is, it's, it's that mentality that if you believe it, if you throw it out there into the universe, the universe in kind will reply with something that you need or want in relation to that thing that you want. It could be the very exact thing that you want, you know, and it will come to you because you want it enough. You, you desired it enough and you threw it out there enough to the universe that it replied with like, Oh, you wanted, uh, you know, a skateboard here. We have, we have, I have made the circumstances, this, this, this other like ethereal thing has made the circumstances to where you have a skateboard. And uh, though I don't necessarily believe, I don't actually believe that really, <laughs> but that many people do and that's fine. But my point is, is that even though that stuff may be hard to believe, I'm not going to lie and say that people, it hasn't happened to people. I'm not going to lie and say that people who have wanted something hard enough or wished for something strong enough or believed in something wholeheartedly enough that stuff didn't happen, that's foolish. But one can hope that that happens to you. And I, I look, and I, I'm, if anything, I'm an encourager. I, I, I encourage mostly positive. I have encouraged some bad behavior, mostly positive stuff. And I'm hoping that that happens to you because it does a lot of luck. And you know what? Maybe look, I could be wrong. I could be the idiot thinking, well, this stuff doesn't exist. Of course it does. You know, I could be the idiot. And out there, all that stuff is real. And I hope it is because so many people deserve such good things. And I, I'm, and the people who are listening right now, you are included in that list of people who deserve good things. Why? Because we all do. Every one of us deserves something, right? Good. At least good. Especially if we're good people. I think we deserve something good. Do we? Are we, do, are we owed it? No. <laughs> Should it be given to us? No. But hopefully, through luck and through some type of, you know ethereal hand those things will come to our come our way who knows i i i'm hopeful i'm I'm forever hopeful for others and i hope that that's that's the case for you guys anyway so let's talk about i'm doing this a little bit in reverse but uh let's do a little bit of this oh if i only had the music up <laughs> it would help if i had the volume up so you could hear the sound bite but here you go Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Well, how am I? I'm doing all right. I have recently discovered my love of Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Well, Super Smash Brothers in general through Ultimate. Uh, It was a game I played casually that I was never very good at, but I had a good time playing, and I decided to get this last one thanks to the uh, the big Persona 5 reveal <laughs> during the Video Game Awards a couple weeks back. Actually, I think it was last week that the, they had the Video Game Awards. Anyway, the Joker reveal is like, okay, you got me, I'm going to buy it. So I bought it, and I've been playing it, and I'm having a great time. Another thing that I discovered from the Joker reveal was my love of reaction videos. Now, I used to be snarky about reaction videos. I thought, man, who wants to watch other people react? But then when I reacted so excitedly to the news of Joker being a part of Smash, I wanted to see how other people reacted. And uh, look, I get it's not for everyone, but for me, 
I think I'm an I think I I think I'm an empathizer. I hate saying in absolutes. I don't like saying I empathize with everyone. I feel everyone's feeling. <laughs> I'm better than you. No, I don't. I'm not better than anyone. But but watching other people react in such a positive way just brings me so much joy. I mean, I wish like that's happiness I want so badly. Because look, as excited as I was for the Joker reveal, um, these people. We're super excited. I mean, one person inadvertently destroyed another person's laptop. It was really funny. Like, the reaction videos have been just, just uh, a breath of fresh air because it's, it, it's unadulterated joy. Like, it's nerd joy. It's nerdgasms right before your eyes. And there's something about that that's super awesome. Like, there's something about that that puts a smile on my face. Because I don't react to stuff like that. I never react to stuff like that. I don't get like, oh my god. <laughs> I mean, maybe a little bit. But I don't do it as often as the, like, I don't do it to the extent as these guys do. I'm very quiet with my reactions. I'm like, <gasps> you know, I'll gasp and my eyes will water up and I'll maybe I'll shed a couple tears for something I'm excited over. But oh my god, you know, I, I graduated from the Smash Brothers stuff to, to the Spider-Man reveal in, uh, in uh, civil in uh, civil war, people reacting to that Spider-Man reveal is amazing. Adults, like grown people, reverting to their childhood awe and wonder is what makes it so awesome. Is why I empathize with it because I'm like I remember feeling like that. I remember those emotions. It makes me so happy to see other people so happy, like genuinely happy, to where they're jumping up and down and they're punching the air and they're. They're cursing like a sailor, and they're just all of this stuff when they see something that they wanted, you know, and they see something that excites them, and it's it's a it's a beautiful thing. Same thing. Look, I don't get that way when I see people get proposed to, but some people watch proposal reactions. I'm I'm certain. I bet there are people out there who watch people get proposed to because that woman's reactions is what they want to feel or have felt, and they relive it through those emotions, through those person's actions. And I think that's an awesome thing. So I've been big right now on only those two types of reaction videos, but I think I'm in on reaction videos. They're pretty awesome. I'm really enjoying that. Um, And uh, that's more or less, that's what's been going on on my end. I recently did, oh, no, no, there's more thing that I do want to advertise on supergeekedup.com. Look for the latest DC Action Hour. I was a guest co-host for that show as we discussed the Arrowverse latest crossover with um, Elseworlds. See how we felt, what we thought, um, and watch us devolve into stuff about Batman's penis. Uh, it's so dumb, but it's so good. We have I always have such a good time on that show. And it's a long, it's a long show. So if you have a few hours, not no kidding, at least a, at least a couple hours to spare, it's worth watching. If I have turned you off from it, it's perfectly fine. But it's good. It's a good watch because it's. I think we're funny, and I think that we're entertaining, and I think we are informed for the most part. So take a look at that at supergeekedup.com. Uh, and I shouldn't. Uh, I'll do one more plug because I'm already plugging things. Poi podcasts, uh, podcast at poipodcast.com. Josh and I do a show. We did one recently. So take a look at that as well. Anyway, there you go. All right. Well, let's go and take a look at some feedback. 
You too can send me some feedback if you're at all interested at OFSshow at gmail.com or if you, if you want to leave a voicemail or send me a text, 347-450-4335. That spells out the word geek. All right. I will also say that um, I can't believe I didn't put this on what was happening with me, but because I am about to read Wright Cow's email, I did have a chance to hang out uh, with Wright Cow and his wife, and it was a good time. Uh, too short. Uh, we had uh, a dinner uh, together, uh, and it was a good time as we kind of connected over some stuff that I hadn't thought about and talked about in many, many years. Also, um, in regards to the Super Geeked Up, I did uh, hang out with a benefactor recently of that show, the host of that show, which is fun and good time as well. So, like, hey, look, uh, when when one door closes, a couple more open. I've been very busy this week. The reason why I'm doing this show so late and not a week ago when I was supposed to do it because I've been busy. Like, things have been coming up uh most of it neutral, neither of them good or bad. Just like I'm busy, I was I was actually busy this week, so that's nice. It's nice to have busy time. It's nice to be able to be a part of projects and and stuff like that. So I'm happy that I was able to take care of a lot of stuff over the week. So anyway, here we go from Right Cow. Uh, this will be the hope. I think this will be the last time we talk about Thanksgiving, even though on Twitter trending over the last almost month has been Thanksgiving in my local area, and I don't know why. Like, every time I click on it, it's like a like a weird passing conversation about Thanksgiving. Or like, hey, this football game from, I don't know, like, it either deals with food or football. And I'm like, it's been a month, guys. <laughs> Can we drop Thanksgiving already? But Thanksgiving is still talked about. And this one is about Thanksgiving as well. Uh, for a second year in a row, uh, did it ta- uh, take some military bronies out for Thanksgiving. Uh, they went to a casino buffet. I can't, I can't pronounce this buffet. Sequian Paipas, Paipas buffet. Anyway, um, so I, just to protect kayfabe, I'm not gonna give too much, too much detail. Other than you know, it wasn't the best Thanksgiving with some people being ill and others not even wanting to pay attention. Um, and I, I, I sometimes okay. Right, Cal, I will read your entire email verbatim if you're cool with it. I'm, I'm, I don't know why, even though you wrote it to me and I think you intend for it, I just want the okay in writing because I always feel uncomfortable sharing other people's laundry that isn't mine to share. Uh, even though again, you wrote in, um, I'm not a very good host, as you can tell. And I think it's because it's a lot of like personal info, not personal, but like, which is what I want, isn't it? I'm being dumb about this, aren't I? I'm really being dumb about this. I'm not used to that. Uh, most, the most. Okay, look. Here, listen up, folks. Most of the podcasts I do usually are not personal ones. I did one about nostalgia. I did one about rom- r- like relationships, which I guess can get personal, but uh, it, I don't know. Like, I felt like that had a little more precedence to talk about personal stuff, so I didn't feel as weirded out by it. You know, I've done a Star Wars podcast. I've done all sorts of different podcasts. But this is the first one where I've really had it talk about, like, us, ourselves, like, what's going on in our world, our lives. So for me, it's a bit of a new experience, a new feeling to just be like, hey, okay, here's what we're going to do. Talk about our feelings, talk about our lives, talk about this, talk about that. So when Raikau writes to me and says, hey, you know, unlike last year, 
<clears throat> oh, he was sick. Oh, so Raikau was sick. Uh, he had a bad cold, uh, coughing up blood. Uh, he also um, that that other people were under the yes, the other people at this at this luncheon were under the weather and not into each other's company, which is unfortunate. And on top of that, he was guilted by his spouse's family for not attending the dinner, uh, which they had either forgotten or was not told about it until. Uh, he was ready uh, already during uh, already heading to the buffet, so better luck next year. He guesses, and he's buying a turducken for Christmas. I should really learn how to read emails better and do this properly. But again, I am after God almost eight years of podcasting. I still feel I'm still new to the feedback thing. I guess I don't get as much feedback as I normally did until now, so it's good. Anyway, turducken. I'm going to, look, this is the last episode of the year. It's going to be maybe even an hour. I haven't done an hour one in a while, but you never know. Probably not. A turducken, though, that's awesome. I I hear it doesn't taste all that great, but I hope it does. I don't know. I hope it's awesome. I shouldn't say negative things about that. I'm way too open and honest about certain things. I'm way too unfiltered with certain stuff, which is terrible because I'm sure I've mentioned this before. If I haven't, you know. When I was in a relationship, I told my girlfriend at the time, no matter who it was, I you know, uh, all of my exes at the you know, that I'd had, at one point or another, I told them the truth. If they asked me the question, "Do I look whatever in these jeans?" or "How do I look?" I I was not afraid to give an honest answer and be like, "Ooh, no, that doesn't look very good." Or, "Do you really want to wear?" I don't know why I felt like, yeah, be honest. I don't know. I've always been encouraged to lie about that stuff, but um, I've always been kind of blatantly honest about certain things, and just just because I don't think about it, and I'm I'm dumb. <laughs> I mean, that's to put it simply. And luckily, they stayed around. <laughs> you know, I guess they appreciated the honesty. But yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I had no qualms about saying whether something was bad or not. Now, I don't know anything about turducken. I've only heard that is bad. I'm I'm certain it's going to be great. So enjoy your turducken for Christmas. I will be. I don't know what I'll be doing for the holidays uh, for Christmas. I don't think we're doing a buffet this year like we did for like we did for Thanksgiving. So that's good. You know, some home cooked meals would be awesome. And maybe you know, look, I'm, I'm going to be in in uh, I'm going to be in Vegas for a long time. So yeah. I will be. I'm. I'm certain I'll have. I'll hit at least one buffet during the time I'm there. Ah. So there you go. Uh, Listen to holiday music, people. Listen to that stuff. Get into the spirit. Um. As for New Year's, I guess I'm going to briefly. Let me just briefly, just briefly, briefly, briefly talk about New Year. New Year's to me is the last New Year's I spent celebrating it properly. Was nine years ago. I was in the Philippines uh, with family and uh, with my uh, wife at the time. And we celebrated New Year's in a hotel bar, not a hotel bar, like a hotel dining area with a bunch of other uh, people. They were serving free drinks. They were giving out party hats and glasses, and it was a good time. But then shortly after that was the big was the dark 
times and all that stuff. So that was the last time I celebrated New Year's properly. I even went to Vegas a couple years back alone, went to the, the where they closed down all of the strip so you can see the fireworks and see the, you know, the, hear the music and, you know, celebrate with a like a million people. Well, I mean, not a million, but at least several thousand people on a street just gathered around, either wasted out of their mind or, you know, um, sitting in benches with their families, just staring up into the bright lit, uh, uh, Vegas skyline. But it was good time. I mean, like, that was kind of fun-ish. A lot of random, as I walked solemnly by myself back to my car, a lot of people drunkenly wished me a happy new year, uh, in their just joyous voices. I mean, people were happy. Like, people were super happy. <laughs> so, like, I can't, I can't fault them. Like, that's awesome. I cannot fault anybody for having such a good time. And I, I think, the the randomness of the people was what made it a good time for me and why I enjoyed it as much as I did. So there you go. All right. That's it. I think I'm done. New Year's is upon us after this episode, after the show. I won't be back until 2019 for a brand new episode. Um, I know I've been very... Uh, I won't say it's not really it's not laziness more than it is just I don't want to put out something that people will hate you know what I mean and I realize people will hate everything but I just try to put out the best product that I can and often I do it tired and I realize man this is utter bullcrap this is terrible I should probably do this better <laughs> so uh it usually takes about six or seven takes of a full episode to be like okay I'm good with this. I like this. This sounds no- like like a nor- like I'm a normal human being enough for it to be passable for people to, if not enjoy, but at least be able to listen to the background and put them to sleep. So there you go. So Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy whatever holiday you happen to experience and, and celebrate. I hope it's an amazing one. Find you can find love in anything, whether it's again music, movies, video games, people family, whatever it is. And yes, people and family are the same thing. <laughs> you know, you know, the family and the people, pets, even dogs, cats, whatever it is that you find joy in and comfort in and love, find it this holiday season. I think it's super important, especially the way people have been just kind of upset over the last couple of years uh, for reasons I will not talk about on this show. And I think we are all right as a species. We're all right as people. We'll continue to be all right, I hope. And looking forward to a bright, fancy, wonderful 2019. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks, everyone, for hanging out. I will talk to you all next time. Bye, everybody. While I find a thing to play at us, to play me out. Did I say Happy New Year already? I did. Here, I'm going to play this out with this. What? No. <laughs> Look at how stupid. <laughs>